Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, old. Today, I want to start this chat with a reflection. No one goes into battle without an armor. So why would we go into a high-stakes, high-risk business world unprepared? My name is John Michael, and for some of you, you'd be aware that in the, in the past, I was a, a designer specifically for my own company. We had around 10 stores in fashion, men's and women's. And of course, part of that whole enterprise, we also had a manufacturing plan where we actually made clothes. But as a designer, prior to that, I was with the Christian Dior brand. So it's a subject that's been close to my heart uh, in reference to dress, wardrobe, and the way you present yourself from an early age. And of course, it's what led me into the whole personal branding world. So what I'd like to share with you today is specifically around your packaging and what that means for you. And the advice is going to be based on really presenting your best self to the world. And that's from an online, uh, offline perspective, but I mean in a physical sense. And in a physical sense, that could mean also how would you you know, dress for your photos in an, a dating site. From a career point of view, how would you present for job interviews? And also, more importantly, you know, how to present in ways where you're going to get promotions. And the last one is business. And business, of course, lends itself also closely to career. But business also is, you know, a very important battlefield, um, as we mentioned just before, regarding the high stakes of being accepted and, you know, making the right first impressions. So that's the things we're going to cover. In the first five seconds, your image influences the people you meet. So as I noted in today's episode, we will talk about the power of your wardrobe. The lack of attention to your wardrobe can signal a lack of confidence. And when you're aiming to present yourself as a capable professional you know you are, this is simply not a good strategy. So what I want to share with you is that clothing has messages. So we're going to call this the message of clothing. And all messages from an interceptor perspective, I'm going to explain what that means. They're like mental sets that clutter uh, aspects or lines of our communication. So people make judgments because of past experience, age, prejudice, social factors, cultural differences. These are the main ones. So an interceptor is, you know, you're a transmitter sending out a message in the form, in this case, dress. And it's received as a message, i.e. either sophisticated, amusing, stylish, and so on, from people that are on a similar wavelength. Or, and this is the important one, and people are doing this every day of the week, is received as ridiculous, disgusting, laughable, or immoral by those who are not properly tuned in. Interceptors at work or society in general are intolerance and ignorance and a way of life. 
fortunately or unfortunately, it is paramount to understand what message you are sending. And if it's congruent with what you want, and that's the key here, because if your messages are not getting the results you're looking for, it's time to start asking questions how you can do that more effectively. To butcher this saying from Shakespeare, he said the the world is a stage and we are all merely actors in it. You see, we dress to impress because our packaging is something that people can assess instantly. Whilst on the surface of our personality, our values can be conveyed in an initial meeting, what we wear can convey some of those values and some of that personality as well, all in an easily processed package of information. So going back to the interceptors, that's exactly what we're talking about. Our attire can be taken in at a glance, so we wanted to send the right messages. So the messages of clothing differ between countries, cities, towns, and cultural groupings, but not so much as we think. So, for instance, uh, they can convey messages of status, authority, power, rank. And if you think about that, any, you know, any profession or any situation where power and authority is required, that comes into play big time, i.e., example, you know, that's why the military has uniforms, for one example. The next one is conveys messages of personality, friendliness, dependability, adventurousness. This is essential as well because when we're dealing with people, we want to come across as friendly, likable, dependable, and so on. It can also convey messages of class distinction, upper class, upper middle class, lower middle class. Now, in a so-called egalitarian world, it's like, oh, why are we talking about class? Because the reality is class exists even when you think it doesn't, and people will judge you from it, um, and that's the way it is. Unfortunately, with all the changes in society, there's some things that just do not change at all. They, you know, The more things change, I say, the more things stay the same. Some other um, things that your wardrobe, your clothing presents is trustworthiness, good judgment. And finally, also, you know, a person's level of success. And we're only talking about perceptions here. But, you know, perceptions in most cases for the person having the perception in their mind, it's reality. So you can come across as abundant, meaning, you know, you basically um, live your life with uh, an unlimited aspect in possibility, or you can come from scarcity, meaning, you know, you look miserable, and what, what I would call is also potentially scarce from the perspective of down and out, you know, and this is fairly common as well. You know, a lot of, a lot of people think they can look down and out and specifically get outstanding results. And the only time I've ever experienced that happening is when their brand is so big, way beyond clothing and anything else. But even those people normally will not dress like that, certainly not in my experience. So dress matters. It matters for all of us, even when we think it doesn't. So we've heard the saying, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Well, there is some truth in this saying, with studies finding that our perception of a stranger's status is very much defined by what they wear. 
and also a study back in uh, 2011 published in the Journal of Evolution and Human Behavior found that people wearing name brand clothes uh, were seen as higher status than folks wearing non-designer clothes. You know, and how that works is, and unfortunately or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at this, the reality is it does sound like snobbery. But human beings from the specific element of status definitely value that. And if they didn't value that, there wouldn't be all the big brands in our, you know, in our community from clothes to accessories like watches, bags, etc. And of course, that lends itself right across there to all sorts of other accessories as well, right down to the car you drive. So yes, brand is important. And in this case, brand name clothes make a difference. Having said that, though, you know, I remember in some of my audits that I've done with clients, you know, I have thrown out the occasional money suit and kept the Target T-shirt because what that means is sometimes something just works. Uh, even if it is a Target T-shirt, you just got to know how to put it together. Having said that, um, uh, you know, you, it's all about shopping uh, with the right intentions from from the you know from the start, so this way you're buying uh, with an intention to make a difference out there. It could be your career, personal, you know, or or just comfortable. You know, it could be something really practical. Um, but at the you know the outset of how you buy is going to actually make a difference also to you in reference to the results that you want, because most people don't think at uh, you know that why they normally they normally think intentionally when they buy maybe for a wedding you know or for a special date or possibly also for a funeral but you know and of course from a business point of view most business people would buy their suits or um, their smart casual gear with that in mind but getting more intentional with that is actually is actually a smart way of dressing it and at the same time, uh, will actually make you save a lot of money. Whether you work from home, work in an office, or attend regular networking gatherings, your wardrobe plays a role in your success. Well, I have a few tips related to wardrobe, and I'll cover some of them today. But the first one is pay attention to who you're going to meet. And I am specifically thinking here uh, business, but it can also relate to personal. But if from a business point of view, each niche, or in this case, you know, group in society has its own set of rules that dictate what is and isn't acceptable when it comes to work wardrobe. You know, and this is very important to understand that because I remember a long time ago, I was dressed in a suit and it was really funny because I was a member of Greenpeace. I believed in the environment and, you know, and of course the whole thing of animals in the environment and so on. So I went to a Greenpeace meeting coming straight from being at work all day in a suit. And I remember not being treated so well because a lot of the people there were dressed very casually, very, you know, what I would call greeny in look. And because I had a suit on, they thought I was one of these business people in a suit that really doesn't understand them. But I was there with an intention to make a difference, you know, and that experience really sticks out for me, you know, over 20, 25 years later. So, yes, people judge you contrary to what they say. 
contrary to what laws are created out there that stop you, so-called, stop you from judging people. Human beings are who they are. No laws can stop that. The only thing that can get us to really get clear on this is more education and more self-awareness. And, of course, the more self-aware you become, hopefully, over time, that will become less and less so from the perspective of judging others. But the reality is you will be judged, you are being judged, and you will be continued to be judged. So why not get you know your look right, including your wardrobe? My second tip is to remember that colour and fit is essential. It's essential because if it's the wrong colour, as an example, then don't buy it even if the fit is right. People will notice the colour a lot quicker than the fit. So the colour has to be as appropriate, obviously, um, to the intention that you're buying it for, but also to your own personal colouring. And personal colouring that I'm not going to cover today, but is basically based on your hair colour, your eye colour and your skin colour. Now, a lot of colours, you know, will work right through for all colourings. But understanding this to the point of your, you know, the distinctions and the, will give you the edge, you know, in reference to is that colour the most attractive for you and is it giving you, you know, some of the outcomes that you're looking for, certainly, you know, comments and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so colour plays a big part. And colour, unfortunately, we take it for granted because it's such, you know, a part of our lives that after a while we pretend it's not important, but colour plays a big part, very big part, including in our dress. And the fit, the fit doesn't matter if you're too tall, too short, too wide or too thin, you got to be fitted. And this is unless you're, you know, the perfect average and very few human beings are, you need to be fitted, you know, because if you're not fitted or the clothes do not fit you as per your body shape, then the clothes are wearing you. You're not wearing the clothes. Also, what's essential in all of this is to create a unique personal style. Your personal style is part of who you are. And the distinction I'd like to share with you is this. There is fads, there is fashion, and there is style. Fads is what we would call something that comes into immediate being, like six months, for instance. It's what I would say a lot of young people would be into because it's fatty, right, but has no longevity associated with it. Fashion is a seasonal thing. So fashion is something that really comes in from season to season. So we could argue that. Fashion is a 12-month, you know, 18-month type of trend. But style, style is forever. When you know how to buy with style, you'll never say, I have a wardrobe full of clothes and nothing to wear. Style is eternal. Style is classic. And style basically gives you, you know, gives you that first impression that people know you belong. And, you know, your dress, you, you would really seriously have to ask this question because we're living in politically correct, insane, moronic times. And at times you might hear, that, oh, this doesn't matter anymore. Look, everything matters. You're a package. You're a package. To say it doesn't matter anymore means, you know, the products that you buy in a supermarket shelf, they should all be in brown bags. We don't do that with products. Why would we do that with human beings?
So style is important. With a little bit of coaching, the right mentoring, you can look, um, you can look your best part, and of course carry that into the future by saving yourself a lot of money and time by doing it properly from the start. And finally, remember, is if you are second guessing your choice of clothing that you have in your wardrobe, then most likely that I'm belong there anymore. And what I have to say about that is when we do wardrobe audits for clients, we normally ask them to bring in all the clothes that they've worn, obviously, in the last 18 months. And anything prior to that, if they still love it, bring it in anyway. And what we do from the audit is determine if those clothes are still suitable for the needs, wants, and, of course, aspirations of the client in this moment in time. So, it, you know, sometimes some of the clothes will be um, bagged and, you know, and obviously passed on to people that possibly need them more than the client does in this time in their lives, you know, people that are having a hard time. So that's always a good thing. And also um, it gives them a real sense that some of the clothes that they are wearing right now could be sabotaging them and they don't even know it. So this is a big one um, and it's great to get an audit, no different to the audit that you would get on your business, your accounts uh, or anything else. It's important because uh, with a lot of um, self-judgment type of decisions, we're not the best at making that judgment all the time. You know, but if but again, I, I reiterate: if you love that piece of clothing, but you're not wearing it for a reason, you know that that can certainly be um, brought back to life, if I can use that term. Uh, as long as it, you know, it might be coordinated differently, might need to get altered, etc. So it's important that you don't second guess with the clothing. Um, get that right. You know, follow a system, especially at the start, and build your confidence around that because. The, the thing about your wardrobe is this, for the rest of your life, you're going to need to dress. So you better learn how to do that effectively um, or otherwise, as we said, some of our clients, uh, you're better off dressing naked because no one's noticing. You know, so clothes is definitely not something that you want to just put on and disappear in the world, although a lot of people do that. It's about making some impact since you've got that opportunity to do that. With that, the show is almost over. Now, we might continue with part two of wardrobe next week because there's so much to cover in this area and it's fun, you know, and people love it. So I encourage you, if you've enjoyed this episode, of course, uh, and some of the insights and inspiration, follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John Underline Michael, on LinkedIn as John Michael, and on Facebook as Image Group International. If you need any help with your wardrobe or a wardrobe audit, please email me and we'll be happy to work with you. The email is on the description on the episode. Thank you all and I look forward to chatting again next week. Cheerio. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, 
please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.